Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from the Parting Shots Podcast Studio in Schenectady, New York, where it's week two of our segment with Union Men's hockey, uh, Head Hockey Coach Josh Ozzie. Josh joins us here in the uh, Parting Shots Podcast Studio at the uh, Daily Gazette offices. Josh, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me in. Well, you had some time to digest Sunday's 6-0 victory over Army, uh, and I said to you after the game that I thought it was one of the most complete games this team has played since you became the head coach. To play like that in an opener, how pleased are you and how much confidence does this give the team going uh, forward? Well, I definitely think, so. I think it puts us in a spot where we're excited about what we're doing and you know, just continue to try to build on, on that effort. Um, obviously, now we've set a standard of what the expectation is, and, and it's our job to you know, keep raising that level. You know, normally in a season over, an opener play might be a little sloppy, uh, but with your team, that really wasn't the case uh, on Sunday against Army West Point. So how important was playing that exhibition game against RPI to, to work on your aspects of the game, maybe get some of the rust off? It, it was really important. And we got to, you know, play a lot of different guys and get a lot of people in different situations. Um, you know, there were some errors we made as far as spacing on exits, and I thought that we cleaned that up, um, you know, from Saturday to Sunday. And then just even some of our decision-making defensively, I thought we were better and uh, more responsible just managing the game. Yeah. Uh, your team probably doesn't have that explosive goal scorer right now, but you know, that could change as the season progresses. But in the, in the win Sunday, that 12 players recorded at least one point in the game for at least two points. Um, yeah, how important was, will it be to have some balanced scoring, at least at the start of the season? Yeah, I think that's how we're going to win is just with our depth. And, you know, we have a lot of different guys that I think can put the puck in the net. So we may not have just one guy that everybody has to worry about, but I'm excited about the fact that we have, a, you know, a lot of guys that we think can finish. You had a chance to watch the tape there. I mean, I talked about uh, Chad Spencer's goal where it seemed like he had eyes in the back of his head with that backhand shot. But not only that, but I think Tyler Watkins' goal there, the snipe there coming down the right wing and shooting the puck. In this game, we see – and it frustrates me, not just with you, but hockey in general, people like to take that extra pass. To see Tyler just – it's a a five-nothing year at that point. You guys are in control. But to see Tyler – Maybe quote unquote be selfish and take that shot and score. I mean, you, would you like to see your players do that more often instead of taking that extra pass? Well, yeah, I think you know you you want to make sure the goaltender's moving, but if you know if he's cheating, you gotta you gotta take advantage. And I thought that's what happened is Tyler walked in and you know saw the goalie leaning and he you know he shot so um, a great shot by him and he has the ability to finish. We want our guys to you know get pucks to the net and. Um, you know, obviously, if they if they have somebody open on the you know on the back door, we want them to make that pass. But at the same point, like we do, we did pass up too many you know shooting opportunities early in that game. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Shovet got the starting goal, stopped all 19 shots. He was sort of yeah, really with all the offense, the way the team was playing, it's sort of a sidebar there. But he wasn't named DCAC uh, goalie of the week on Monday. Uh, how important was it for him to have a solid opener? Well, I, I think he's been consistent whenever he's played. And, you know, now that's, you know, he's, he had his first chance to really kind of, you know, grab the ball and run with it. And he, he did a really nice job. And um, I, I think it gives him a lot of confidence and it gives our team a lot of confidence in the, in the goaltending. I think we have, you know, three guys that are that are talented. But, you know, Kyle had a had a first you know, had that first start and did a great job with it. I'm going to nitpick here a little bit. I mean, there are a couple of things maybe that the team needs to work on. You took five penalties in the game, killed them off, yeah, and then, but you had three shorthanded breakaways, scored on one. And I think the other aspect uh, was you were beaten on three uh, icing 
races, and one of them ended up leading to one of the penalties there. Uh, how important is it maybe to clean that? I mean, like I said, it's nitpicking, but uh, how important is it for uh, coaches and players to clean that up? No, I think there's definitely some areas of improvement. I mean, it's it's not nitpicking. I, I think that we uh, – you know, it, it, the game's all about races for us. We want to win those one-on-one races. So if there's an icing, we expect our, our D to win those races. And, you know, on, on one of them, I think it was just a, you know, he's a first-year player and he took the wrong line to the puck. Um, you know, he, he he just thought he had to beat him to the dots. And, he, you know, so he, he thought he did that. But, um, you know, so we clean that up and make sure we don't make that mistake again. And then, you know, the other one is just getting our feet moving. So um, o- overall, there definitely are some areas that we have to improve on. But, uh, again, um, we don't want to be a team that that takes penalties and and you know undisciplined penalties. So that's that's a focus for us as well. I want to talk about the uh, post game celebration. Uh, normally, after games, we, we we head down to the media room at, you know, at Mesa. You know, I don't go, go on the road anymore. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, standing outside the the locker room there down at uh, Army West Point, I could hear you know guys hooping and hollering. And then I could faintly hear the Four Seasons, oh, what a night. Um, and then we saw a video posted uh, uh, on Monday that uh, you know, Kyle Chauvet's throwing down, I think it was a weight, weighted ball or something. And uh, talk about the postgame celebration. Who, cho- who chooses the uh, music for that? Yeah, I think, you know, the guys kind of choose their win song and, they, you know, they play that after after a celebration and, you know, have the opportunity to play it. And then, um, yeah, we kind of have the medicine ball that we pass along to... Medicine ball, that's what I was trying yeah, to... <laughs> yeah, to whoever is, um, you know, th- this is the first first game with it this season. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Ben Tupker is our captain and he, he made the decision to give it to Kyle. And then, um, so then after that, we just kind of break it down with a, with a little team chant and then listen to a song well i mean i'm close to 60 now because i grew up in this, with the 70s music and that song i you know, recall growing up <laughs> listening to that song it's, it's popular i mean i just it's a, I, i'm i'm happy in a way that you know, players embrace songs from, from my era so it's kind of nice to be able to hear that and uh, i was like i was smiling a little bit saying so, yeah, that's, that's kind of cool yeah no they they enjoy it and you got i mean they work so hard and, and when you get the opportunity to win which is really hard in college hockey it, it you got to enjoy it and um you know that that effort they definitely should have should have enjoyed it because it was for, for me it was really impressive just to see how hard they work so I, I was really proud of them yeah well let's take a break we'll preview this weekend's two-game series at colorado college and answer uh, readers uh, or listeners questions you're listening to the parting shots podcast meet andrew wait He's a dedicated journalist with a passion for research and a commitment to getting all sides of the story. Whether it's a local issue or an upstate trend, I do the stories and interviews that shed light on what's important to you. Stay informed. Read Andrew Waite in the Daily Gazette. It's my job to offer commentary about what's happening in our community and what it means to our readers. The Gazette, reporting based on accuracy and integrity. It's who we are. It's what we do. Hi, this is Union Men's Hockey alum Tyler Hines. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast with Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Shaw. Welcome back to the podcast here on the Parting Shots Podcast. The Union Men's Head Hockey Coach Josh Hodge joining me for another segment. Uh, well, the team's heading west to Colorado where the uh, Garner Chargers are going to take on uh, Colorado College for games Friday and Saturday. Tigers are coached by former Union goaltender Chris Mayotte. 
And the last time the schools met was in the 2021-22 season, the Union's first season back from the pandemic. Those games were at Mesa. Union won uh, the opener 3-2 and tied the second game 3-3. So what do you know about Colorado College? I, I think they're a program on the rise. I think Chris has done a tremendous job of just like the, the influx of talent he has right now with that program. Uh, their their freshman class last year was outstanding. Their freshman class this year is outstanding. So he, he's doing a great job. He's really building that program up. They had a, a big time run in the uh, NCHC playoffs last year. So I know they're they're a talented team and um, it's going to be a really tough task for us. Yeah. Well, not only do you have to deal with the Tigers on the ice, you have to deal with a second opponent, the altitude in Colorado Springs. It's an elevation of 6,035 feet, which is higher than uh, Denver, which is you know, the Mile High City. That's why they call it Denver, the Mile High City. Uh, how do you prepare for that? You know, we've been preparing for this um, since the guys got back. I mean, we, we push the pace every day in practice. We want to, um, you know, acknowledge that the fact that, you know, it is going to be a different different level of elevation, but we're, we're ready for this. And we've been pushing every single day. We want to push the pace on teams. It doesn't matter what the elevation is. We're going to you know, try to run as we go and, and, and really just play that up-tempo hockey. So um, I'm excited to see how our guys handle a little adversity, but I think, you know, we're going we're gonna to practice hard tomorrow when we get, we get into Colorado Springs and uh, Thursday try to get, you know, acclimatized as best we can, but yeah. we'll be ready to go Friday. Yeah, we're taping this segment on Tuesday and your guys are leaving Wednesday. So how important is it to get, get out there Wednesday and you know, maybe need a day to get used to that yeah I think you know it gives us the opportunity to have a couple skates so Wednesday typically it would would not be as hard of of a practice as we'll have I mean we'll only go for 45 minutes but we want to push for those 45 and then um, Thursday come back and and just work out any you know errors and just try to clean everything up before we're ready to go on Friday I guess it's kind of nice to play on an arena it's a pretty new arena out there 200 by 85 instead of the old rink which is 200 by 100 (laughs) yeah I I think that gives us a little bit of an advantage (laughs) that we're not playing on that that big lake that they used to have so we're we're, we don't have to get ready for something we haven't seen well how will the lines look each game will some players who normally don't get a chance to suit up yeah we get get in the game and how the goaltending duties be split with this game I mean, for us right now, we're just, you know, seeing who earns their opportunity to get in on, on Friday. And then, you know, we kind of evaluate. I don't think there's any plans to, you know, that we have to get everybody in. I think that was what the exhibition was for. And, um, you know, we had the opportunity to get everybody in that game, but we're going to do whatever it takes kind of to put the best lineup forward and, and, and you know, give us that chance. So right now we'll, we'll play the week out and see how it goes and then, you know, finish those lineup decisions. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, listeners here can always uh, email questions to Josh at uh, my email address, shot at dailygazette.com. And uh, Daryl Seavey has done that, and he has three questions for you, Coach. Uh, the first one is a question I, I, I should have asked, and I didn't really think about it at the time when I was down at the Army. What is the status of Liam Robertson? Yeah, Liam's, <clears throat> Liam's good Good right now. He's, he's practicing. Um, you know, obviously, he, he played on Saturday. Uh, it was a physical game, and one of the uh, – you know, downsides to, you know, to playing an exhibition game before a regular season game is someone could get dinged up and, um, you know, it ended up being a coach's decision to sit him, but like it's a long season with it. So we just felt like giving him an extra day would probably be the best decision for us. And um, that's why he was out on Sunday. Well, did Ethan Benz and Colby McCarthy, they were both in the lineup in, in Sunday's game. Did they develop their game and games and get stronger over the summer? They, they both took took huge steps in the weight room. Um, I think they both added, I think Benzie added like 15 pounds of, of muscle, and you can really see a difference. I think Colby's right around in that same number, maybe not to the 15, but like he's, 
they're they're both noticeably stronger. Uh, they have more confidence and um, definitely playing at a high level. Is Ethan's nickname Mercedes? <laughs> no, you know what? It's, it's not. But might have to bring that over. <laughs> and finally, the last question from Daryl is: uh, Is Eli Pilasov a player we'll see soon? Yeah, I mean, obviously he played on uh, on Saturday and, and did some really good things for us. Um, he's somebody that you know has the ability to finish and and, and can score goals. So. Um, you know he's he's right in the mix with with everybody else. Just you know, got to keep keep working and yeah. get his you know when he gets his opportunity, to make the most of it. Yeah. Well, Daryl, thanks for the question. Of course, if you have questions, just as I said, you can email them to me at shot at dailygazette.com. And if you're following me on Facebook, you can post the questions on my page. Uh, Josh, good luck this weekend, and uh, thanks for doing this. We'll we'll talk uh, over the weekend, and we'll do this again next week. And sounds good. And with Daryl being out in Colorado, we better see you in the stands there this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Darrell. You, you heard the coach what he said, so you better be there. And that'll do it for this edition of the podcast. I'll have another podcast this week scheduled to be on the podcast. Our Gazette's, uh, my colleague Adam Schinder, will talk high school football. And Albany Firebirds president and one half of Levac and Gok, uh, Gaz uh, talk show, uh, Jeff Levac, will talk about the uh, return of arena football to uh, the uh, MVP arena. The views expressed on the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette sports editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. From the Parting Shots podcast studio in Schenectady, New York, good day, good hockey.